Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like Ugly Christmas Sweater Karaoke and Holiday Music Bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. Enjoy quality homemade meals without the hassle. With Chef, you can choose from thousands of authentic dishes prepared with care by the best local cooks in your community, all made with fresh ingredients and delivered right to your door. It's like your own personal chef with an unbeatable variety. Explore cuisines from over 90 different countries from Mexico to Thailand and more at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off the Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I'm coming at you guys live with an emergency pod, the second emergency pod this week. Can't get rid of me. (laughs) And Allison, of course, is back. She is here. She's ready to discuss the fourth episode of The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Yeah, I have to just say, first of all, thank you to the Hot Off the Mess listeners because they have really been so welcoming. I've oh, gotten God. so many nice messages from people, and I just really appreciate it because we have thrown out some really hot takes on this pod. And you never know, as we learned on RHUGT today or tomorrow, whenever you're, or yesterday, whenever you're listening, um, that social media can be scary. So scary. I'm, I'm, I've just been really, I feel, I feel like a, it's been a warm hug, but I have to say the first three episodes of ultimate girls trip. I was like, this is fun. Fourth episode. I'm in so deep. It hurts. Like, I, I, I don't know if I'll ever come back. Allison, I was smiling ear to ear the whole episode. Like I found a great rhythm this episode. I was literally like, if someone were to watch me right now watching this, I would be so embarrassed because I was genuinely smiling. I was loving every, I mean, it started off bilingual French. Oh, it was like a, um, it had like a telenovela feel and all I wrote down were Luann and Michael are going to fuck. No, married with children, Michael. I had to check my computer because I was like, did I? switch the closed captioning to like French. And then I realized, oh, this is like a thing we're no, doing. Like thing. what's a bit. 
right now. It was a bit. It was like a little vignette and I loved it. It's like at the beginning of the Emmys when like they open with some type of a skit or even SNL. That's what they're serving us. And they're serving it with such passion and chemistry Chemistry. where I mean, Sam, speaking of having people watch you watch this show, if somebody was watching me watch Luann straddle Michael and take a shot from his mouth, I truly just went, oh my God. (laughs) No, when she wrapped her lips around that shot glass and then proceeded to bounce on him and straddle him, I was like, Luann's a good fucking time. I mean, when she came down with her shirt open, I was like, hell yeah. Necklaces? I was like, she had body jewelry on. I was like, what are we doing? And Melissa's like, oh, we're doing sexy PJs. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I did love everyone's interpretation of the pajamas. Like you had Kyle and Teresa who just wore, I wonder how they like got, some got shorts, some got pants. I was wondering that too. Like what made them like decide? I wonder if there was like a text group ahead of time being like, what would you want? Yeah. But I did love, like, I thought Kenya, who did you, who had the best interpretation in your mind? I really liked Kyle's. Wasn't hers just plain? What do you mean? And she, she just had cute, like the she had a couponian. Okay, I'm talking about like the accessories. Like, oh, you're talking. Kenya that. had like a gold chain around her waist. <laughs> I must have missed that. My least favorite was Ramona, <laughs> but it was, oh. and this was pre P. Oh, okay. I was like, well, she did bring the P rag. The accessory wasn't the P rag. <laughs> the P rag. It was like the way she like nodded it. It just wasn't right for her. But I thought Luann looked great too. But yeah, Kenya with like the gold chain. Oh, she looked for somebody who was just sobbing about like her life crumbling. Yeah. She looked incredible. Incredible. She pulled it together in a way that only Kenya Summer Moore can. And so every episode, I feel like it changes MVP wise. Like I, I thought Kenya has been the MVP. Luann to me was the MVP of this episode. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I Luann Teresa came in a close second. You guys know we talked about our love Ooh. of Teresa last time, but she's I love just that so, little animorph. She's so giddy in love, and it was adorable like, when she went to Ramona's room and was just so happy. Yeah, but yes, I would say Luann won for me this time around too. But. Okay, really quick before I get into it, you did bring up Teresa and I just want to talk about her in love because I am the probably number one person, I don't know how to describe this, who thinks hater, hater, <laughs> number one, I think Louis. that's the word you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, thank you. That's it. That's ding, ding, ding. Um, I think Louie is a grifter, obviously. I have discussed this at length many times, but seeing her so in love and like happy. And like, she genuinely looked at Ramona who called her the scarecrow, by the way, and was like, I'm throwing all of this good energy towards you. Like, I want you to find love. Yeah. And I was like, can you throw that energy my way? I know. And then Ramona responded with like, well, this is what I have put out into the world. And I'm like, Ramona really woke up and chose. I do not chase. I attract. You know what's hard for Ramona is I think Mario was the love of her life. Like, so I don't think at like, we're looking for that again. I think Ramona just needs a companion, like someone to go to dinners with someone to like, you know, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what I would give the money I would give to be behind the scenes when the cameras aren't rolling and Ramona, because everyone's faces 
when they hear that Ramona doesn't like to talk about sex and they're like, I mean, Teresa said it best, Ramona? <laughs> yeah, they were like, what? This one? Yeah. Like this, you know that she just like says so much where everyone is probably just like, maybe we should get the cameras back. Yeah, because this is maybe getting uncomfortable. You know who doesn't have a problem talking about sex? Luann. Luann leaning her into Latin this. Lover. Oh, her Latin lover. She wants to take him somewhere exotic. She's like, I just think everyone should be having sex. I think it's important. And then her at the lunch, fully just leaning into her hippie ways and being like, I think it's all about expression. And like you, and I was like, she's been okay. to, I mean, just to think where we were when we started the show with Luann, like she's been to quite a few art shows with Nicole. If you catch my drift in the Lower East Side, she's changed she, and I'm not against it. Yeah. Niece, niece, Nicole, for clarification for listeners, yes. the niece, the, the, niece. the niece. Yeah. You know, Luann has always been like a free spirit, but to really see her just embrace this, I think it's the island. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, she has a guy in Tulum and I couldn't be more thrilled for her. I love that. She's like, she's like, it's amazing. We see each other when we want. I was like, okay, Luann. We see each other when we see each other. And I was just like, I'm envious of that level of chill. I mean, she's really just like, she's got somebody in every port. Good for her. (laughs) Good for her. her. And, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. So there was obviously a few years ago, the show before they were housewives and they did one on Luann and then they never did one ever again. And guys, there's a reason for that because that fucking episode was, you can't top Luann's life story. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Oh my God, Allison. It was like, I moved to Italy. I became a talk show host. I rolled down the mountain in Switzerland. I had to carry my children back up. Like the national guard had to come in and like save me off the side of a mountain. It was wild. And somewhere in there, she's a nurse. She's a nurse. She's married to a count. She married him in jeans. That I do know. I've seen like, I love that. I love that side of Luann. And I hope like if she does come back to Roni, she brings this with her. Like, I don't want the countess. No, I do think that she has shifted into this, though. Or Lou, not mm -hmm. Luann. Yes. And that's what it is, is it's Lou. Mm -hmm. And Lou, Lou fucking rocks. She is like, she's who you want on your girl's trip. Yeah. Actually, I will say this. And she's sober. There, I know. I mean, God bless her. God bless her for having the strength. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. (laughs) But I have to say all of them, when I was watching this episode, all of them are perfect for this. Like they know how to give a good confessional. They know how to talk about, you know, the breaking of the fourth wall. I know we talked about that in the first part, but I mean, this whole episode is literally the name of the episode called like the fourth wall broken. (laughs) So, I mean, they, (laughs) it's literally like called that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's all they talked about. And I was just like, these women know how to do that though. Like they don't, they're not like dancing around it. There's some that would be really awkward or some that just wouldn't have anything to contribute. Mm -hmm. And every single one of them is just at the top of their game, which is why this makes it, it it makes it so fun to watch Yeah, because you're truly working with the A-team. A-team. That's why they were the first ones called out. Yep. First line. This is our dream team, Bulls basketball. I think that's a thing. And it's just like, 
Yeah. Not one person is letting the team down. Like they are all bringing their 100% and they're bringing something different. Each of them. Who would you like? Okay. I was thinking like Kyle and Melissa are definitely the most sane. Okay. And that's like a room that I would like want. I would want to be like rooming with yeah. Kyle or Melissa. You also know they talk a lot of shit. I mean, that's when Kyle was showering and they were gabbing. I was like, I live for gab. I know. Melissa was casually stuffing the envy bag. So I was like, I love this. I feel like I'm there. I felt like I was in the room with yeah. them. And then, but then all of them at the same time, do you think that they're all bringing their own hair and makeup people? Yes. Because I that's think interesting. some did. I did Ramona didn't. though. Did Ramona though? I think because Ramona does the, her own glam at the sleepover. Her hair, curls, the curls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I noticed when she turned tight. Yeah, when she turned around, I thought Shirley Temple. I was blown away. I was like, she's she needs to brush those out. That looks crazy. He really needed to brush those puppies out. But yeah, I mean, they're all just so fantastic. Whose and- room would you want to be in, Teresa and Melissa, or I mean, Melissa and Kyle? Yeah, I still stand behind what I said. Okay. I mean, even though it's quote windowless end quote, I do think <laughs> I would want to be with them because they just they just seem like they're having a great time together. Yeah. I also just really was like, Kyle is like the queen of housewives, not because she's just like has it all. She and we, I know has the life you want. They all wish. Yeah. They all wish. Yeah. And that's what it is. And I mean, and everybody has their struggles and their problems. And we've sure we have seen Kyle's struggles on the show before. Mm-hmm. But like when she was talking about Mauricio and their marriage and just like she looked perfect coming out of a bu- like a dune buggy in a perfect, like beautiful dress and heels. Mm-hmm. I was just like, you are like the, uh, the housewife. Like yeah. she really is. I agree. Like she's the housewife. Again, like you said, when she talks about Mauricio, I mean, it's just like the women look at her and like admire it. Are like, we going to mention love. the Mauricio thing? Oh, what happened in Vegas? Yeah. Did not stay in Vegas. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> went to Turks and Caicos in which uh, I mean, what I did love about this episode is it was like so sex filled. Like these women are just so eager to be sexual. Yes. And I think that's fantastic. Like they are, as Luann said, like it's all about expression and they are truly so, they get so excited to talk about sex. And I don't know why, like, I don't know if it's that they're not getting that from like their personal social circles or if they just feel like they are more, it's more fun for TV to be talking about sex, but they loved it. And Kyle told us, the women and all of America who has Peacock that her and Mauricio, it was a question of like, have you had sex in public? And she's like, oh yeah, at a black tie dinner at a table of 10. I know. And everyone was like, what? I'm sorry. And they were like at the table. And she was like, yeah. yeah. And then and she started like, singing money can't buy you class. And then she FaceTime grinding him. up against Mauricio's imaginary dick. Yeah. And then the following like few minutes were so hilarious because it was like, Melissa in the confessional processing the story. And she was like, really? A lot of zipper questions. She was like, I'm concerned about his zipper. Wasn't that painful on like her puss? And then. And and his dick. And his dick. And then Cynthia was like, girl, you got to be like getting into it. And she was like, she was like, you must not be doing it right. Like it was (laughs) so funny. And then it cuts to Kyle FaceTiming Mauricio and being like, didn't we do this? And he was like, yeah. We yeah, we did. I had a lot of questions about the dress. Um, you and Kenya both. Cause Kenya yeah, was I mean, like, 
It was must, short, so but it must have not have been a black tie. Because I did think that too, unless it was some type of like a low high dress, which I've never heard of. I did wonder about it. Unless she just hiked it up. There there are some logistics that I'm wondering mm-hmm. about. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever get the answer, but it was and great. I, I mean, I hate to ask, but I feel like it's important to ask. It's like, was it to completion? I know. You know what I mean? I, honestly, or was it just wondered- like a little romp? Like a little, like a, were they edging grind. each other? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I... I had to say I thought the same thing because when she originally said it, I was like, oh, we just got like an OTPH today. We got something, just a little. Yeah. A, a little, little rub and tug. Yeah. <laughs> a little rub and tug. I'm amazed. This is why they talk about it, Allison. Right. This is know, what, this, this is, is what, what we answered our own question. But yeah, that was great. And I am excited for them to all then have to face Mauricio in like four short days. Yeah, they're well, Kat, or Melissa said she was like, I know so, or was it Kenya? One of them was like, I Kenya know was so like, much I know about so you. Much. <laughs> Too much. Um, another funny moment for me was when the producers told the women that they would have to wear helmets. The collective like sigh and like up like they were upset. They were like, Are you serious? I know, but I also really didn't think those were that bad helmets. Like Luann said, she was like, they couldn't have picked an uglier helmet. I was like, it's kind of just plain and black. It could have been like bad. I've been put in like a bike helmet that is like neon yellow. So you can't miss me. She's coming. She's She's here. She comes. But yeah, I mean, this one, I was like, I mean, honestly, they all looked pretty great in them. So I was like, it's fine. Kenya driving this buggy they got so upset with her I was laughing again smiling ear to ear but this time I was giggling is when she was like Ramona was like she is dangerous and then they flipped to Kenya who's just having a good time texting while driving with this helmet on in this like sundress I just thought it was the funniest visual I would have wanted to be in Kenya's car I thought I would have loved that she did this mm-hmm. on Real Houses of Atlanta with uh Phaedra she and um, Phaedra and Apollo went to like a go-kart place and like Kenya was laughing them on the go-karts. I mean, she is a daredevil. She's, a good She's time. dangerous. I love her. They all are a good time. That's the thing. Okay. Let's, can we talk about the fourth wall yes. breaking? Because I did, like we said earlier, like this, that's become like the theme of the show, yeah. which I'm totally in for. And as we said before, I don't think that's what we're going to see at, Dorinda's I think that this is the group for breaking the fourth wall because also we just don't really care to see like just a new group of women talk about it so first of all um waking up in the morning thinking about so many things when Teresa didn't recognize it at first and she goes I thought that sounded familiar she's like oh that's Gia's song I was like yes that is your daughter's song that has gone viral Teresa it is it was incredible and I I loved that and I love that Teresa just like didn't put two and two together at first yeah Uh, and then I thought it was really interesting when they were talking about like the women talking about each other so they brought up Nini oh at breakfast yeah and then they talked about Erica and Cynthia was like please stop I don't like when people ask me about Nini like I'm glad she said that because it's like Mm -hmm. she probably gets asked all the time like Bethany gets asked about Jill like, Do I don't want to talk oh, about it. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm, I am tired of those questions. Like yeah. as a fan, I'm just kind of like, she's not going to say anything. Right. And we know where they stand. They're not friends. 
Do you think, though, that like the producers had a list of things that they wanted them to bring up? Because I did feel like it really was like they were checking off all the boxes. Like then later in the car, they brought up LVP. And we did get a beautiful montage of Goodbye, Kyle. Kenya did a great impression. She did a great impression. Kenya, I mean, I don't want to say Ken. There is something there. Yeah. There's a tie-in for sure. But I don't like that. I didn't like that. I didn't like that moment for Kenya back in Atlanta when they were calling her Ken. So no. she is Kenya. But there, I would just say like, there's a, we could make a by osmosis of there's something. There. Right, right, right. Um, I do understand what you're saying. I really, while they're talking about the fourth wall, I also like to pretend that the fourth wall doesn't exist <sighs> on this show. I'm like, it applies to housewives. It does not apply to this. You're an idiot. You fucking... <laughs> You're so dumb. I really am thinking that. But now that you say, oh, you know, producers are probably telling them like what to bring up. I'm like, well, it was just they really hit like the best of the they did. Like, yeah. Now that's what I call housewives. Like yeah. that is what's on the on the playlist. Either like, Let's bring up Nini. Let's bring up Erica. Let's bring up LVP. Yeah. Let's bring up Teresa's jail again. Let's bring up Jacqueline. And you're just like, what well, we're. The only thing we didn't get was Danielle stop, which shocked me. Oh, God, that hair pull. I was very surprised to hear Teresa talk about Jacqueline. Yeah, it didn't make her look great when they showed her with the clip. It didn't. And for a second, I like had to evaluate. I was like, you know, I am a tree hugger now. Yes. And I was like trying to basically do mental gymnastics where I'm like, Teresa looks good in this, but I couldn't do it. It was, was tough. It took me back to a place that I'd forgotten about. And I wish to just keep that there. And as she was like arguing her point, it just got weaker and weaker where you were just like, oh, you have to just let this one go. Like you just have to let it float away. But she didn't. And that's why we love her. That's why yeah. that's why we love her. Yeah. I thought that it was kind of interesting that they were just like hitting all the big points. But at the same time, I was I liked listening to it. Oh, I also thought it was fascinating. The food and drink thing. When they talked about this, I was like, I'm so glad they're talking about this. I Part of me was like, are you guys allowed to talk about this? It was like, Melissa was like, you know, they really focus on what we order. Like, that's a really big part of the show. And Andy has always said that. He's like, we we make sure to get their orders every single time. Well, and they have to see the drinks be put down on the table, mm-hmm. which is also interesting. And then Ramona said something that I didn't quite follow. It started with like, you know, some people, we go to all these exotic places. I'm paraphrasing. Oh. And some people just order the same thing. And I think that's maybe, you know, uh, that could be something. And I was like, what the fuck did you say? Yeah, that was- did they cut some words out that that was supposed to be a sentence? That made no sense. And then her whole thing when they got, you know, they're doing the questions about like, what do you feel about social media? What's your worst thing on the show? Blah, blah, blah. And it was like, what do your kids think about the show? And she told this very weird story about one Avery singer. Avery just wants to be a star. A child star. To be fair, uh, we definitely saw Avery's animosity towards Ramona in the early seasons. She hated hated her. (laughs) She would always be like, mom, you cannot wear that. Never forget. Oh, yes. That's that's what you're gonna wear. <laughs> Wait, was that a good impression? God, that was so chilling. That was, I can uh, picture oh it. She had like the mini skirt and yes. like that the like and Avery's like standing there and she's like, that, do it. 
that's what you're going to (laughs) wear. Yes, that's exactly it. That was so scary. I, but I mean, it did make sense then if I was like, well, yeah, Avery wanted to be going, but Avery did audition for a movie. Remember? Yes. Remember Gia auditioned for a movie too with The Rock, the Tooth Fairy movie? Yeah. I went to Madison P. I don't remember what her last name is, but not Gia. Not, not, not Gia. Not Gia. Our Rutgers queen. It is. She's a Rutgers queen. You know what? I think that it worked out. Avery now works at TikTok, I believe. And lives in your native land of Chicago. Chicago. And so I do think it worked out for her. And I don't think Avery, you don't want to be, you don't want to be a child star. I don't think, I think she got a little taste of the cameras and was like, no, this isn't for me. Like, remember when her and her friends went to get their hair blown out? Like she didn't have that star presence when they went to that blow dry salon. No, she does not. She doesn't have what Ajia has. No, no. And I mean, they reminded us of that the whole time, which is continuously playing her song. Yeah. I, what I thought was really interesting was that out of all the things, the horrible things that like Luann could have said have happened to her, like going to jail, getting divorced, making out with a pirate on camera and getting caught, um, speaking French to a group of Italians. Hers was that she like, she's like, the worst part is that you can like lose yourself in all of that. And I was like, that's so deep. For Luann, I was like, you have it in you. I just loved that. And all I the women too. were like, all the women were like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, it is true. I, the show is, you sink or swim on the show. You really do. There is no middle ground for any. And every single person at that table knows it. And they you know, all I mean, swam. They're not, they're not sinkers. No, but I mean, there have been somewhere the heads have bobbed under the water and you're like, how are they going to come back from this? And by this, I mean, prison. Yeah. I was like the Danbury so, correctional facility. So I just think that like, I want to, especially when they were going around the table, I was like looking at them and I'm like, wow, all of y'all have like, for the most part had like some bad experiences on the show. And yet, like, as you said, they are all kind of, well, for minus Ramona on top, you know, yeah. I mean, Ramona has certainly not been on top in like the last year. Yeah. Longer, but especially recently. So I think that it is interesting to see them kind of talk about like the concept of losing yourself because we've seen that happen to a lot of these well, women. I mean, it's funny that we're saying that because Ultimate Girls Trip 2 is literally just a cast of women who lost themselves who in the show. <laughs> yeah. We go every from- single one of them did, except for they Eva. Did. Like Taylor, oh, oh, Brandy, Phaedra, Dorinda, Vicky, yeah, a, a Jill. Like they all got really, really bogged down. In it the is show. really funny. Like funny they all they... got really bogged down in the show, and they literally lost themselves. And this yeah. first group of women are all women who've like gone through horrible situations and have like really come out on not top, but like they're at least above water. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even think about that. That's a what a wow, great connection, Sam. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, I just uh, I cannot wait for more to come. I like I I, it makes me sad that we're like halfway through the trip. I thought Melissa's sleepover party was so fun. So fun. She is the kind of girl that you want planning these things, not like Ramona. No, Ramona. I mean, the conch shack seemed fun. That's like her. That's like what she always does, though. Well, and she's, she's just um, doing that so she can go see John. Yeah. Her baby. Who is next to plan a trip? I don't remember. A day. Yeah, a day. 
I don't know. Teresa? Oh, boy. Teresa's probably going to do like a cooking day. I could see that. And yeah. that would be fun with cooking with Lori, the chef, Michael's mom. Yeah. Which I would also like to say when Luann, in the beginning, during the like little vignette, when Luann was like flirting hardcore with Michael directly next to his mother. Yeah. Like Lori's like, oh, I've seen this before. Like she's probably like, oh, Michael. Michael. I mean, that's why they bring him around, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a good looking guy. I've never seen his full face. Yeah, I'm sure his wife and I'm sure his wife agrees. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that they kept playing or in my head, they kept playing Teresa going, are you married? Yeah. I saw a wedding band. Like she was just calling him out on it. And I was like, oh, love it. They did. They did play, replay that. And I loved it. I also really just in, on the topic of replaying the way that they will show something and then they'll be like one hour before and we'll get it's like such a fascinating way of telling a story. I love it. And then we, I don't know if we talked about this on the episode we did earlier this week is when Luann was like, when I walk towards you, you back up to the camera crew. I no, died. We didn't talk about that, but that was incredible. Yes. She was like, when I'm walking, you move. <laughs> they, they just don't know how they don't know this. That must've been their night crew. Cause when I was watching the credits, cause I'm dying to find out who sings that catchy opening theme song. If anybody listening knows, it's uh, jazzy. It is so fun. And uh, so I was watching the credits to try to find out. And I did notice that there was like an overnight crew. So I'm kind of wondering if like that was like the end of their shift, you know, like at like a, a 7 a.m. Yeah. Like they're heading out at 730 and she's like back up. Yeah, she has to she has to direct them. But that's why she has a sold out cabaret show. And we don't. Exactly. And I've seen her cabaret show, guys. And it's a good time. It's super fun. Because Luann, let's bring it full circle. Luann is a good time gal. And she is the MVP of this episode. Although Mm -hmm. the only other MVP I can think of is when uh, Mario's cannoli penis. How did we not talk about that? I just looked at my notes and all I just saw was cannolis on Mario's penis. (laughs) Wow. The part that confused me is she was like, it wouldn't be in the bedroom. It was in the living room by the fire. And And they were like, huh? And she was like, I would put the cream of the cannoli on Mario's penis. And they were like, no, see, that's the thing. She didn't say the cream. She just said the cannoli. And then they had to confirm it was just the cream. Because I'm sure we're all thinking, because when I'm picturing a cannoli, like we're all thinking the same thing, right? When she didn't specify the cream. And I'm like, a cannoli? Hey, what were you cream? thinking? Just like, you know, a cannoli shape. Oh. So I was like, don't do that with your hands, Sam. <laughs> and so I was just like, well, I'm wait. a visual. Yeah, it just got like sex set up in here. But (laughs) when she said that and everyone was like the cannoli or the cream of the cannoli. But also then I was like, well, we know Ramona's apartment. So we I don't think there's a fireplace in that apartment. So it definitely was a Hamptons home. Oh, yeah. So then but now then it just gets weird because we're like, we know too much about the. just like Kenya said, we know too much about these people's lives now. But I I don't think I know enough. And yeah, I want to know more. Yeah. And yet pull another secret out of that little bin and I'm ready for more. Mm -hmm. You know, who's been very quiet about their relationship is again, Cynthia. Cynthia. I know. Trouble in paradise. It's not looking good. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And remember there are new episodes of hot off the mess every Tuesday and Friday. And of course, check out Allison's podcast, pop chaser and TV watch repeat Allison. Uh, What days do those come out? So TV Watch Repeat is on Mondays and Pop Chasers Tuesday through Friday every morning. Allison's always got her, what is the term I'm looking for? Finger on the pulse. Yeah, thank you. 
Yes. <laughs> I was going to say mouth on the mic, but I thought. Yeah, I just wanted to say I'm yeah. so sorry for saying the words rub and tug on this podcast. If you'll ever have me back after that. That's but the it's reason also you'll be back. Mutually assured destruction because, again, I saw what you did with your hands <laughs> when we were talking about the cannoli. So. <laughs> Disgusting. Absolutely. Sick. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. And Allison, um, oh, yeah, one more question. Where can everyone find you? You can find me at Allison Piwo, P-I-W-O, on all the social medias. Awesome. And you can obviously find me at Brava Historian or at Tweakers Off on Twitter. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. I just read one of the reviews today. Someone told me I was going to be a total failure. So <laughs> that's tough. But um, there is somebody who wrote a great review about Sam and I. So yeah. They were like, oh, thank great. you. I was like, all right. This is now hot off the mess with Allison. So I hope everybody enjoyed this episode and I'll see you soon. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means six flags in the taste of an ice cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. Coke is summer refreshment so you can hop on another ride like the all new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit sixflags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. Coke is summer refreshment, so you can hop on another ride, like the all-new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit sixflags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99.